Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Switchcraft is brought to you live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. Enjoying the fun. Uh, this particular episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Franz Schaller. Support Switchcraft for as little as a dollar over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. Episode 192 of Switchcraft is also brought to you by Amazon Prime. I have been a member of Amazon Prime for a very long time. Uh, things that we used to go uh, to the store for, we just order and it shows up two days later. Uh, they have a fantastic return policy. And in my opinion, it's one of the best ways, uh, the best subscription services that you can subscribe to. Uh, if you want to check out Amazon Prime, you can get 30 days free of Amazon Prime. That's free shipping, Prime Music for free, Prime Video for free. It also comes with Twitch Prime. And best of all, if you sign up for Amazon Prime using my link, you would be supporting the show. So if you want to help out the show uh, and check out Amazon Prime for free, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash Amazon Prime. Okie dokie. So today we've got some big news to talk about. Nintendo has finally, well, Nintendo, the Pokemon company, Game Freak, and Niantic, like all four of those companies are working together on this. Um, We've got some new Pokemon stuff coming to the Switch, and some of it is exactly what you thought it would be, and some of it is very, very different. Actually, now that I say this, none of it is exactly what I thought it would be. some of it is not surprising, and then some of it is completely different than I expected. So if you want to check out the entire uh, video presentation that they loaded, you can you can follow the link in the show notes to go to my website, and I've got the press release from Nintendo posted right there so you guys can check that out. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the whole presentation is like 40 minutes, and it's in Japanese, so I don't know that that's something that people would want to do. Um but let's talk about what the what the announcements are. So first off, we've got uh, the Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go uh, Pikachu. And from now on, I'll just call it uh, Pokemon Let's Go. I think that's going to be the common vernacular in order to save some time. Um, this is a game that's coming to the Nintendo Switch. And, you know, having that go in the title was a, a pretty good indication that this was going to be something that links with uh, Pokemon Go. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and you'd have to be living under a rock to not know, but uh, Pokemon Go is a game that you can play on your mobile phone where it's basically a Pokemon-style lair uh, over top of... Um, over top of... What is that game that was from, from Niantic? It was uh, Ingress. All right? So... Like there, there you go. If you're watching the video, you can see there's Pokemon Go right there. And um, Pokemon Go is actually a really fun game if you live in a place where you can play it easily. 
I don't live in a place where I can play it a lot. So the only time I ever really get to play is when I take my son to the park. Uh, he'll play on the playground and I'll walk around collecting Pokeballs, basically, and, you know, trying to catch a Pokemon here or there. But Pokemon Let's Go, let's talk about what this is. It is what at first what I thought was a full on traditional Pokemon game, but it is not. In fact, the way that they shot the the video really made it seem like it was. But you know what I never once saw in the video is them battling against a Pokemon that was not controlled by a trainer. And all we ever saw was them catching the Pokemon. Now, uh, the the things that they're showing off, off is that you can play this using one Joy-Con. And it also has multiplayer. So you can have somebody side by side with you uh, using the other Joy-Con uh, to... Uh, play two characters at the same time which is really cool I think that's a neat idea in fact a lot of the things that I see here I think would make a lot of sense to bring forward to the real Pokemon game which is not actually supposed to come out until 2019 now that is not a speculation that was actually tweeted uh, that we're not supposed to get a traditional core Pokemon game Gen 8 until uh, the second half of 2019. So we've got a lot of waiting to do. And what I feel like Pokemon Let's Go is, is, well, there's a couple things it is. First off, it's something to entice the people who only play Pokemon Go and don't traditionally play a lot of video games. And because there is communication between those two games, uh, Pokemon Go and Pokemon Let's Go, uh, you can transfer your character, your, your, um, your Kanto region Pokemon that you catch in Pokemon Go, you can transfer them into your Nintendo Switch version of Let's Go, uh, which is really cool. I think that that's awesome. And I'm very curious as to how they do that. Is that based on going over the internet via your account? Or is the phone making a Bluetooth pairing with the Nintendo Switch? It's really strange to me. I'm very curious as to how they're going to do that. Or maybe it just has to be on the same Wi-Fi network. Uh, very curious as to how they're going to be doing that. Um, so you can uh, bring your Pokemon only Kanto region Pokemon, which is the original 150, I believe. And I didn't play Pokemon back in the day, so I don't know. Um, but you can bring those guys that you've captured into your Nintendo Switch version. Uh, and what I think that this is to do is first, like I already said, entice the people who have been playing Pokemon Go, and there are a lot of them, uh, entice them to try out gaming on the Switch. And there's a lot of things that are very similar. For instance, if you want to catch a, uh, a Pokemon, you throw a ball at it, at it by holding the Joy-Con in your hand and throwing it. Now, I don't know if there is a button press to do the same thing or not. Uh, I hope that when we get the core version, the Gen 8 Pokemon, that you don't have to go like this in order to catch it because I, I wouldn't want to do this playing handheld. Uh, I think that that would be irritating. Um it also shares a controller, which is another really cool thing. So they they also announced the Pokemon Ball or the Pokeball Plus. Uh, and here, I'll bring this up on the screen. If you are watching the video, you can see it um, right right now. Uh, so we got Pokeball Plus. It is basically a controller with a stick where the button on a Pokeball would be. And you control your character by moving it around. And I think you probably click the click buttons that we can't see on the on the picture. 
uh, and you can play it. You can play this with your Nintendo Switch. You can play it with the Pokemon uh, Let's Go games, and you can also pair it to your phone and use it uh, with Pokemon Go, which is really cool. Uh, so this is basically the replacement for the bracelet that Nintendo had made. Uh, and this one also has, so it's got like the step meter, so you can take your Pokemon with you. Uh, it also has like a little speaker on it, so you can shake it in the Pokemon. Whatever Pokemon you put inside the ball will make uh, the sound or something like that. And I think it's really interesting. I, When looking at the Pokeball controller uh, or the Pokeball Plus, I'm making sure I use the right terminology, it doesn't look incredibly comfortable to play with, but... When I showed it to my son, he just about lost his mind. So this is something that is going to be very, very popular. I hope Nintendo has learned from their problems in the past with manufacturing enough of, uh, of a product in order to meet demand uh, because it would be a huge disappointment if these controllers are really hard to find. Now, what I've read is that they are 50 bucks. Um I could be wrong. Maybe it was 60. And what I worry is that poachers, poachers, scalpers, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, scalpers are going to go out and buy these up and then turn around and sell them on eBay. And and honestly, th like that's part of the problem is because because the scalpers go out and do this, it creates a uh, it creates a, uh, a dearth of the product out there that would not be there otherwise i mean it's partially nintendo's fault but it's also because these people buy things from scalpers if people would stop buying things from scalpers then this kind of stuff would stop happening uh so when i was watching the video the, the things that jumped out jumped out at me is that um i you never see them battling a wild pokemon you only ever see them throw the ball which is very much like pokemon go uh so I think that in addition to trying to bring in the people who have been playing Pokemon Go and say, look, you can play this on a console. Uh, the other reason that I think that they're doing this is a stopgap because the Pokemon game, which was announced last year at E3, they said, hey, we're working on a core Pokemon game for the Nintendo Switch. It is a traditional RPG that you are used to. And they didn't have anything to show us. They just showed us the president of the Pokemon company telling us this. And a lot of people were assuming that Pokemon for Switch was going to come out this year. Now, I was assuming that, too, based on Nintendo's financial reports, where they specifically said Pokemon for Nintendo Switch is expected to come out in uh, fiscal year 2018, which is the current fiscal year. Um, however, they did not specify that it was Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu. It's just a Pokemon game. So this is... What I'm assuming that they're doing here is they are reusing assets that they worked really hard on for um, for the Pokemon RPG. You know, they're reusing those assets in order to put out another game, which uh, by all accounts is basically just a, a stopgap. And, you know, I don't mind that. I think it looks cool. It's very interesting to me how this game is going to be played, and I'm looking forward to it because I never played uh, Pokemon Red or Green. 
Was it red or green? I can't remember. I think it was Pokemon red or green, or maybe it was red or blue. It doesn't matter. I never played the first gen Pokemon games. And I know that there's a lot of people out there who are like me and have never played those games. So this is actually going to be something that's very interesting. Uh, So am I going to pick it up right away? Probably not. But my son will. And then he'll talk me into it probably. Uh, So that game comes out on November 16th uh, this year. So that is our Pokemon game for this year. And we're going to continue with the look at this. We're getting a new Pokemon game every year. Uh, Mango Tree says it is a remake of Yellow. Yes, it is a remake of Yellow. And I, I understand that Mango Tree. But but here's the thing. It doesn't seem like it has a combat with the um, with the Pokemon, the wild Pokemon. It definitely has combat with the other trainers because they show that like they show them the the person playing it choosing moves but we only ever see when they're fighting wild pokemon them throwing the ball which is just like what you do in uh pokemon go so i'm very curious how that's going to go um let's see let's see what chat has to say about this uh mikey b playing says are y'all excited for let's go nintendork 04 says heck yeah uh backpack b says let's go seems like a great way to get more people excited for next year's game i had kind of fallen off pokemon for a while but now i'm very excited for this game uh backpack b says i can only i don't know i saw you can only transfer pokemon once you reach a certain point in the game so you can't start the game with very high level pokemon and that makes perfect sense uh res tv says i can't wait for stories of people walking around with one of these in their pockets bags or purse when pikachu shouts pikachu that's right um let's see scrolling 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 uh nintendork 04 says that they think that the cost of the pokeball plus is a little steep at 50 dollars. it's basically a single joy con and you know, now that I think about it, I tend to agree with you because you can get a pair of Joy-Cons for 80 bucks, and this is 50 and you probably can't use the Pokeball Plus. Um, you, you probably can't use Pokeball Plus on other games. It probably doesn't have enough buttons. So this definitely feels like something that should have been a $30 item, in my opinion. But I don't know what else they have inside that little ball. Uh, let's see. Uh, Lego Lawyer says Nintendo can fight scalpers with adequate supplies. And while that's true, if the scalpers go out and buy all of those supplies and then turn around and sell them and people buy them from the scalpers, then what's Nintendo supposed to do? That's that's uh, something else that you have to worry about. Uh, let's see. Um, Mango Tree says, yes, wild encounters are gone in favor of Pokemon Go capture mechanics, which I don't like. I would very much prefer that they have battling. In fact, I find it really strange that they decided to go with uh, you can fight against other trainers, but you can't fight against Pokemon. Like, clearly they built in, um, like, the menu system and the abilities for you to say, okay, uh, Pikachu, use Tackle or some other Pokemon ability that I can't think of. And, uh, like, you can do that when fighting against another a a, a trainer but you can't do that against wild pokemon it just seems like a really strange decision and i almost wonder if nintendo was worried that the combat um against wild pokemon would turn people off to uh playing the game 
because it's not like it is in Pokemon Go. I'm really not sure. And by the way, we putting putting in chat is 100% right. We don't know if Wild Battle is completely gone. We just didn't see any of it in the trailer. And I would think that Nintendo would say that uh, would show that off so that people would not be asking questions like this. Um, Mango Tree 93 makes me wonder how you raise your Pokemon outside of just battling trainers. Well, Mango Tree, I would assume that the way that you would raise them is the same way that you do in uh, Pokemon Go, where you catch more Pokemon and then you trade them to the professor for food, which then you can feed to or stars or something. I can't remember some kind of currency that the, that you then feed to your Pokemon to get them to level up. So there's there's a lot of stuff or maybe you just walk around with them. I don't know. Um, but I think that Pokemon Let's Go seems like a pretty cool idea. Uh, let's move on to the next Pokemon story, and that is Pokemon Quest. So this says right here, uh, set off on an adventure in Pokemon in the Pokemon Quest game. Venture out with your Pokemon buddies on expeditions across Tumble Cube Island in search of loot in this free to start action adventure game for Nintendo Switch system. All right. So um, this was real. Like I missed this story because the first story was like such a big thing that that's what I really focused on. And I didn't realize this Pokemon Quest thing until later last night and so I downloaded it and uh, I tried it this morning after my workout um, and okay I've never been a fan of games that you can play without playing them if that makes sense uh, you don't have to really do much in this game now I've admittedly I've done the first few quests and the thing is is this morning I was sitting there and eating my breakfast and I had my Switch next to me, and I sent my Pokemon out on an excursion, and I set it to autoplay, and I just set it up on its kickstand next to me while I ate my breakfast and watched YouTube. And then, um, you know, at the end of the expedition, I was like, oh, well, you know, there's still a little low level. Uh, I'll send them out again. And I didn't really have to do anything. However, I will say this. I think that the game is well-designed. Um, I wish there, there, there's, uh, some control issues that I'm not a fan of, but before I get to all that, let me talk about what this game is. This is very much a mobile game. This is a game. In fact, this is a game that is coming to cell phones, I believe at the end of June and we're getting it on switch first. So when we're playing, uh, or when you play this game, Basically, at the beginning, you are you you go to this island called Tumble Cube Island, and everything looks very almost Minecraftian, but uh, a little more high res, and everything's very blocky. All of the Pokemon are blocky, and you select a Pokemon, and you know they just move around on their own and fight other Pokemon. Now, from time to time, you can tap a button on the screen to attack or to do a special move, or you can just hit a button and it will auto attack and do its thing. And it will get to the end of the expedition. You'll get the loot, which then you can decide, all right, well, I want to put some loot into this poke, or I want to put this stone to level up this Pokemon. I want to take this piece and level up that Pokemon. And I can train you, you, you go out with three Pokemon that you get to pick and uh, you can change your team based on what you have to do. So it's really a game of, making a strategic decision and then waiting and seeing how it turns out for you. And I almost feel like the 
the moment-to-moment gameplay when you are on an excursion is really just... I almost wish there was a button to skip it because it seems like it takes too long and there's nothing for me to really do that I care about. So I would almost just prefer that it's that that um, that you could skip it. Now, after you finish an excursion, you get the loot that helps you level up your characters. And there's a lot of different ways that you can level up. So there's a lot of player choice there, which I do like that. You also get loot in the form of uh, cooking ingredients. You take the cooking ingredients back to your base camp. You throw them in a pot. You cook them. Now, they take a certain amount of expeditions to cook. So you have to go on more quests. And when you come back, maybe it'll be done cooking. Why are you cooking? You're cooking to attract other Pokemon. So this is how you capture other Pokemon. It's not really capturing. They just become your buddy. Uh, so you, uh, you, you cook um, some kind of food. A Pokemon shows up, he's now your buddy, and now you start changing your team around. Okay, well, I'm going to keep Bulbasaur, but maybe I'll switch out and uh, I'll have uh, Rattata be on my team uh, instead of, I don't know, uh, Pidgey, if that makes sense. Uh, so that's the gameplay, and it it, it has a, a pretty decent gameplay loop. It's, it's kind of fun. Um, it has that mobile game mechanic where you can only play for so long before you have to start paying money or you have to wait. Now, this mechanic, I really don't mind because if you're a patient person, there's really nothing in the game that you can't get. If you are somebody who's in a hurry, then you will pay the price by buying the tickets that you can get through regular gameplay. And I'm sure at some point you'll hit a paywall no matter what. You'll get to a point and you'll be like, all right, if I really want to progress, I'm going to have to pay some money. But my guess is, as with most games like this, you can probably play them for a really long time before you actually have to fork over some hard, some of your hard-earned money. Uh, saying all of that, is it a good fit for the Nintendo Switch? And... I'm going to say yes for a couple of reasons. First off, not everybody is going to have a a mobile phone. Like, my son does not have a mobile phone to play this game on. Uh, So he's going to be able to play it on Nintendo Switch, and he's going to be excited about that. And I like that. Uh, It would be better on a mobile phone because then you can get an alert out of your pocket. I don't carry my Switch around in my pocket all the time and even if I did it's not like it does push notifications whereas you know if I'm waiting my half an hour before it gives me my next um, bit of energy so that I can go out on the next quest you know that would be better on the phone now personally I probably still wouldn't play it on the phone and that's because I don't like playing games on my phone Uh, so I'm happy that it's on the switch as well Uh, but anyway I'm curious as to what you guys think um, about this particular game, Pokemon Quest. In fact, I did a Twitter poll, and it says, now that we've had a bit of time with it, what do you think of Pokemon Quest? And I'm opening up Twitter right now, and uh, currently, 46% of people say that they love it, 8% say that they hate it, and 46% of people said that they just don't care. All right, so if you want to vote on that poll, and I just closed it and I didn't mean to, let me try opening that back up. Um, if you want to vote on that poll, just follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp and you can vote over there and reply with your reasons. Nintendork or at Club Nintendork replied and they said, it's not that I don't care in a negative way. It's I'm just indifferent. I downloaded it and will play it, but I don't think it will be one of my favorite games or anything. And I definitely should have put 
indifferent instead of don't care. That's a much better phrasing. Uh, Joel Mead says, I only downloaded it because it was free. Did not play any Pokemon games growing up, so I just have no interest. Uh, Anyone2643 says, where is the it's okay option? It's not the worst game. Fair enough. Uh, And um, Cyber Dragon says, I don't think that I would have paid for it either. There's not much to the game, though it is enjoyable. Anyway, so if you want your voice heard, go to uh, that poll and vote. Let me let us know what you think. And that that poll is going to go probably until Saturday. And I'll talk about the full results on Saturday's episode. All right. We have talked a lot about Pokemon. But before I go on to the next story, uh, I just want to. Oh, my gosh. I have two more things to talk about from Pokemon. I got an email from Jeremy S. They said, holy crap. I did not expect that announcement so soon or for this to look so amazing. Having a having grown up with the first generation of Pokemon, I've been waiting for an updated game focusing on the Kanto region. All of the mechanics of this game look like they will be very well utilized. And the game looks gorgeous. And I will agree with that. That game looks really good. I lo- I think it looks like a beautiful game. And I can't wait for the core RPG that we're going to get with this with the same um, assets. Because I think that they're just reusing assets uh, in a different game. Um, Nintendo sure, is no- sure knows how to take all of my money. I can't wait for this release. And that's from Jeremy. Uh, and then finally, if you are looking for a guide on the recipes and the cooking, follow on the, follow the link in the show notes uh, for a guide on there. I haven't really looked at it. I just saw it and decided to uh, send it off uh, to you guys. So anyway, that's it for Pokemon. Let's move on. Double Dragon 3, the ultimate in martial arts action continues with all new weapons, characters, and street fighting moves against the world's most awesome villains. Double Dragon 3 from Acclaim. The action keeps coming. Well, I did not expect to talk about Pokemon, uh, all things Pokemon, for 24 minutes. So I'm going to have to compress the rest of the show down in order to make sure that we get uh, the show out in a timely manner and make sure it's not too long. So uh, FIFA 19. Uh, this is via EA. They said that uh, FIFA 19 is coming to the Switch. Uh, it will run on a custom engine. Uh, this is not the same engine as last year. Uh, and they are saying that FIFA 19 will look significantly better on Nintendo Switch than last year's game. Uh, what I noticed when I saw people playing FIFA 18 last year was that the colors looked really, really muted. It just didn't look bright. Even in even in full sunshine, it just didn't look good. Uh, so this is uh, Andrea uh, Lazarasu. Sorry, dude. I didn't mean to butcher your name. Uh, he's the supervising producer uh, for FIFA World Cup, and he told Dream Team, that's this website, that they are not closing the door on bringing Frostbite, which is the engine the other... FIFA games are running on. Uh, They're not closing the door on bringing Frostbite over to the Switch. However, um, uh, they didn't want to create a dumbed-down version of the Frostbite engine. So, uh, you know, who knows if we're going to be getting... getting frostbite on the switch eventually but it's good to know that fifa 19 is going to be uh, on the switch and here's why it's good to know uh contractually ea is obligated to bring a version of fifa to pretty much every platform once 
The fact that they're bringing a second version to the Switch shows that EA has some faith in the Nintendo Switch. Of course they do. Uh, they've been seeing how well it's been selling. And a lot of third-party um, uh, developers have been saying, our games that we are selling on the Nintendo Switch are outselling all of our other stuff. So it would be, it, it definitely behooves EA to do this. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how much better it looks. I hope that it looks better. What I hope more is that uh, EA listened to the players and uh, followed what we said about letting us play with our friends and building that in. Uh, I'm scrolling through the... Um, oh, what was I going to say? I'm scrolling through the article here and I don't see anything asked about in there. Uh, I'm sorry, asked about that. Uh, so we will just have to wait and see. Uh, in my opinion, I think it is way more important to include playing with friends than it is to make the game look better. But as any AAA developer, and I'm holding up air quotes when I say that, AAA developers, they seem to focus only on graphics because they know that's what sells games people look at the back of the box and if they don't like what they see they're not going to buy it um uninformed people look at the back of the box and if they don't like what they see then they're not going to buy it if you're a, a most hardcore gamers they will they, they probably like graphics but they don't put those above everything else for the most part i think most of the time they say gameplay has to be first and that's just how i think of it um Yacht Club Games, which if you don't know about Yacht Club, Yacht Club Games, uh, they made one of my favorite games of all time, and that's Shovel Knight. And my son and I played through all of Shovel Knight on the Nintendo Switch. We played the, um, you know, one Joy-Con in each hand, uh, or no, I'm sorry, one, each one of us, you know, share the joy. I handed him a Joy-Con and we played together. And we had a blast playing that game. We played through the whole game and and we really, really liked it. And this really surprises me, but it looks like King of Cards still has a lot left to do. So Yacht Club Games on Twitter says, uh, happy to share that we have reached Alpha. I really thought they were a lot further along on, on uh, Shovel Knight King of Cards than Alpha. But anyway, it said, uh, King's King Knight's quest is big, all new levels, card battles, multiple worlds, and we played it all from start to finish. Um, they are still anticipating the release at the later half of 2018, but there's still lots to do. I mean, thank you guys for the transparency. I love it when developers are straight with, with, the with the players and they say, look, we're still working on it instead of just being super quiet about it. Um, pocket rumble. I'm looking at you like they just, they just don't say anything for, for months at a time. It seems like, um, I'm just really surprised. I figured that we would have this game in the first half of the year. And and honestly, it's it's strange for me to say this, but we're, you know, tomorrow is June 1st and we have not had Shovel Knight King of Cards yet. And that just really surprised me. Putting in chat has a really great point. Where is Wargroove? Yeah, where is Wargroove? I want Wargroove. And Hollow Knight, that's another game that was supposed to be ported to the Switch that we haven't heard about in a while, in a while. So uh, thank you to Yacht Club Games for uh, letting us know about that, but I'm just really surprised. Uh, last bit of news, and then we will wrap things up, is that 
You can now get the racing helmet and racing outfit in Super Mario Odyssey. So if you are looking at getting all of the outfits, now you've got more stuff to do. Frogger, Sega's arcade game, now a home video game from Parker Brothers, the ones to beat. All right. Um, a few episodes back, I mentioned that Nintendo had given us a new way to uh, work on customizing our Miis, and that is on our PCs. You can go to a website. I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Uh, so you'll have to you'll have to go back a couple episodes and you can just do that at runjumpstomp.com and you can look at the episodes and there'll be a, all of the show notes are there. Um, and I, I asked, I said, what do you guys think is the reason for this? Because Mies really aren't all that important uh, to the switch, it seems. And uh, James Murray wrote in and he says, hey, Bill, I like your show. You recently asked why Nintendo might be focusing efforts on creating Mies online. My theory is that Mii Fighters will return in Smash 5, and Nintendo wants fans to be able to use their custom Miis to import into the game to customize a Mii Fighter. Wonderful point. I can't believe I never thought of that. I completely forgot about the Mii Fighters in uh, Smash 4, uh, mostly because I didn't really use them very much. Like, I tried them out, but most of the time, I stuck to Duck Hunt. He was my favorite. Uh, so, I think that that's a great point. Uh, we've got we already have Mies in um, Mario Kart. Uh, I I think you've make, made a great point about me fighters in Smash Brothers. Uh, here's something else that I didn't think of until... Well, actually, I think I mentioned it before, or maybe I just thought it before and never talked about it. What about Mario Tennis? What if we're going to have a way to import me characters in Mario Tennis? It would make sense to bring in the Miis into the other Mario sports games. I think that that would be a good move on Nintendo's part, um, especially if they did them the same way that they uh, did in Smash 4, where you had a couple of different of customizations that you could go with, and they were pretty much just, you know, uh, a default character that you could then throw your uh, a skin over. I almost said your skin, which sounds really creepy. I'm a coming, Luigi! All right, before I get out of here, there's three videos that I want you guys to check out. First off, we have T Team Sonic Racing Reveal Trailer coming to the Nintendo Switch. I mean, I know that there's a lot of people who swear by the last Sonic Racing game. I didn't really care for it, but that's because it just felt like the poor man's Mario Kart. Uh, however, there's a lot of people that really like those games, so I wanted to make sure that people knew about it because it was kind of a quiet release from Sega. Um... The second video that I want you guys to check out if you have time is my first look at West of Loathing. Uh, what I will say about the game uh, is I, I got a review copy of it and I loaded it up and I think I recorded like 16 minutes of footage and I laughed a lot in that 16 minutes. That game is really funny. If you don't know what it is, it is a turn-based uh, traditional RPG uh, where everything looks like it is stick figures drawn on paper, and it's got fantastic writing. I laughed a lot when I was playing that that first look, so make sure you check that out because it's funny. It's definitely funny, and that game's coming out very soon. Another video first look that I had come out today was Noir, which is this really gritty 1970s... Um, uh, twin stick shooter almost it's almost a twin stick shooter and i was a little confused by it when i was when i was playing my first look because 
it, it kind of is a marriage between a twin stick shooter and a point and click adventure game, uh, which is a really strange combination, but it's really fun. However, I am running into issues where it's also really, really difficult and I'm having problems uh, finishing levels because I just can't get it right. And I've died over and over and over again. And as a, a game that's very, very story based, I want to find out what the hell's happening next because it looks cool. Um it's got an awesome graphical style, uh, very 16-bit, maybe like 18-bit, I would say. Not that that's a thing, but I think you get my drift. Uh, that game looks, it, it, it is a lot of fun, but it's frustrating at how difficult it can be. And hopefully I can play some more of it. I haven't had a chance to play it lately just because I've had so many projects that I'm working on. Uh, but if you guys want to check out those first look videos, you can find those over at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And then finally, before I take off uh, tomorrow, I believe we should be able to start playing Mario Tennis Aces for the weekend. We'll be able to play it. And if you want to play with me, I'm hoping that Friday, um, June 1st, I'll be able to stream it uh, at 3 p.m. on my channel at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And I'm planning on putting, uh, or, you know, if they have this functionality put in, I'm hoping to be able to do like a tournament so that we can uh, play together. Uh, so make sure that you are here at runjumpstomp. No, at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. And barring any unforeseen consequences, you know, I'm a dad. I have a job and I have other things to do. Barring any unforeseen consequences, I should be here streaming that. Uh, now, if something else comes up, of course, follow me on Twitter at RunJumpStomp and I will let you guys know. Uh, but if you join our Discord at runjumpstomp.com slash discord uh you'll be able you'll know before anybody else anyway and we'll probably still have the tournament going even if I can't still join. Uh anyway, uh we we uh, have got to get out of here. We've got so much to, to do. Nintendo wants to know what's the stream time. 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern tomorrow is when it should be live, hopefully. Knock on wood. Uh, but I've got a bunch of stuff to do, so I have got to get out of here. Um, don't forget, if you want to watch the full show, a lot of it gets cut out when I am editing the audio version of it. Uh, so if you want to watch the full show, you can either watch live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp and join in the fun there, or you can watch it after the fact at my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash runjumpstomp. And uh, if you're looking for ways to support my content, do so by going over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. You'll find all kinds of links there uh, for ways that you can help support the show. Uh, and the show just would not be the same without the live chat. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me. So it's time to thank them. Uh, thank you to Kodiak Moonwolf, Snow Goes Ham, uh, Abe, uh, Backback B, Command Root, Cyber Dragon 87, Dill Pickle 3, uh, Lego Lawyer, Nintendork 4, Pudding, Res TV, Slow Cool, Virgo Pros, and of course the Lurkers. I am out of here and I will see you guys next time. Bye bye.